Mic check. I'm recording this four hours before this goes up. I was going to do it yesterday. I had all the time in the world to do it yesterday, and I didn't. Why? Because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's a long week, and I can say that I actually had time for myself which is why we're actually not recording today like we normally would. We're recording tomorrow on a day off, which never happens. But, hey, because, you know, we got lives, we're able to justify being able to delay something slightly. It's totally fine. We're good. So, we can jump right into some stuff. A couple new things popped up this week. The first being the Envy video from Twisted featuring Danny Filth. I'm sorry, not Envy. Holy shit, why did I write Envy? I'm stupid. Uh, Neon Vamp. Why the fuck would I say Envy? That video's been out for like two months. <laughs> See, I'm fucking tired. I'm running on five hours sleep. Been up since like just before seven for no fucking reason. It's eight o'clock now, so this is just good times for me. Anyways, Neon Vamp, the song featuring <laughs> Danny Phil. This is a song that whenever it first dropped, I was kind of like, eh, it's not bad. It's not like my thing. And the video doesn't really uh, make me. It doesn't make me like it or dislike it more. Um. It's it's I'm neutral on it, so maybe I'll enjoy the song more in the context with the full album when it releases. Um, who knows? I, I I have no idea. Um, so we'll see. It's I I guess I don't know what I was expecting with that song, but given that I don't know anything about Danny Filth and I feel like his part is so small, um, I I just feel like it doesn't really add much more to it, but. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see as time goes on. It is a sequel. The video is a sequel to Envy. There we go. I brought it around full circle. The The video is a sequel to the Envy video because it, uh, it starts off with somebody who's holding the briefcase that was shown throughout that video. So th there we go. I brought it around full circle. I knew what I was talking about. D just disregard. Disregard what I said before. It's okay. We're fine. Um, also a note uh, on Thursday... Via Dread Central, uh, Axe released a new song uh, and video. So it's available on streaming services now, but uh, Dread Central had it on first um, for their song Six Feet Deep, which I believe, if I looked at the, the single art correctly, it also shows the album title for their next album. So it hasn't been announced when it's coming out, but it looks like the album title is Blasphemous, Buried, and Bloated. I was talking to... I think it was Robbie said that Axe has said that their LPs right now are basically like in an anthology, like a story. So uh, the Mausoleum, I'm sorry, uh, the Almighty uh, Church of Azul, which is an EP, but it's it's in this context. It's in the canon, if we will. And the Mausoleum are all in this set. And Blasphemous Buried and Bloated is the next one in that set. But that new track, it has a very dark feel to it in the instrumental. I'm I was digging it. Um, Alazolu is is a group that I have just been very very 
um, intrigued by in the last year. Like I was, I was digging them pretty much since they jumped onto Magic Ninja. Um, like the Almighty was like okay to me, and Church Result was okay, but um, like I really enjoyed Head of Horns so much whenever I first uh, grabbed that. But the Mausoleum was a huge fucking standout to me um, from Magic Ninja. So I've been really looking forward to hearing more stuff. Necronomicon two was was really good. And so I'm looking forward to this next album. I don't know when they're expecting it to come out. I would assume it's going to be before the end of the year. Um, it, it might be. It might be in October. Who knows? Um, but I, I definitely see this coming out before the end of the year. Um, but yeah, the the new track is sick, and I'm hoping it's a a sign of what we're going to get. Um, no clue who produced it. I didn't. I didn't see that. It could be. Um, I believe his name is Slasher Dave, who did uh, a bit of their stuff. I think did, they did the majority of the stuff from Mausoleum, but I could be wrong. I have no clue. I have no clue. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest there. Uh, let's move on to some stuff, uh, just stuff that we know is being released. And I know of just rehashing stuff um, as we go on, but this week, um, in, in fucking five days, this coming Friday, we get Unlikely Prescription by Twisted. I'm so... Guys, I, I told y'all, I'm so fucking excited for this record. Um, three of the five songs that I've heard so far have been stellar. Um, and it's a 15-track album, so we've heard a third of it. Somebody was on Fago Lovers like, oh, we've already heard half of it. No, we've heard a third of the fucking songs. It's okay. Um... But goddamn, I'm looking forward to this. I think that this is really going to be for Twisted to venture into the the rock thing, and we it's not like they they're doing it for the first time. They've done it in the past. We know this. But I think Generation Nightmare was them trying to be a bit too ambitious with it. Um, not that I I'm not saying that I dislike Generation Nightmare, but my favorite tracks were the rock ones, and the rest of the album didn't really have as big an impression on me. I think that it was produced well, but for some reason, most of the tracks kind of just like, eh, I'm, I'm whatever with them. But the rock ones I thought were all pretty great. Siamese Amazement, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever, I can give or take on that one. But all the other ones, fantastic. And people don't like when... Okay, I'll reiterate. Your traditional Juggalos aren't liking the rock stuff that Twisted's doing, or at least that's what I'm seeing. I don't fucking care. I love it. I love it. I think that this is really them taking the time to have good production and not just make a formulaic Twisted album. At least that's what I'm seeing from, you know, the tracks we've gotten so far. Like, Jamie is comfortable, but Monoxide is definitely venturing into some territory that he's not used to. But I think that it's something he really enjoys now. So we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to this record, man. Um, there's also going to be um, different places you can get it. This is the first Twisted album since Generation Nightmare that is going to be available in like record stores. So places where you can buy CDs... If they, you know, get underground stuff, 
you will be able to purchase it there if you haven't purchased it online. So this is a big deal. You know, we had, you know, Mad Season and, and Revelation were not available in stores. You could only buy them on Twisted Sight or, you know, listen via streaming services, which, hey, most people do. I get it. But this is a big deal for them. So because of that, they've already been shipping these. Uh, I received tracking for mine on Tuesday, I think it was. And I was just under the impression, like, oh, it they, they just printed the label. Like, they're just getting on top of that. Cool. And then yesterday, uh, one of our listeners showed us their copy in their hands. Now, granted, they are in Detroit, or close to Detroit. They're in Michigan. They're like a half hour away or something like that, so it doesn't surprise me. And I hadn't looked at my tracking in forever, and so I looked, and mine got to Pittsburgh last night. Now, unfortunately... Tomorrow, Monday, is um, is not a, a mail day because it's a fucking holiday. Um, so it looks like Tuesday. I'm going to be getting unlikely prescription. I'm getting it three days early, which is insane. Um, it's been a while since I've had something like that show up so early. And the way I see it is I think that because they had so many delays with Mad Season with Revelation because of COVID. I think that this was something they wanted to really get a jump on and make sure that people had it. And, you know, when it comes out, you at least know that you got your physical copy in. It's there, it's in, you have it. You're not one of the people who's pissed off like me where it's release date and you don't have your copy that you order, that you pre-ordered and you're hoping you get it day of, you know, maybe if you're lucky, day before. That was one of the coolest things for me in the past was, you know, getting an album a day early. Like, holy shit. I remember Strange was really good at that. I was getting the new Tech 9 album a day early and whatnot, and Prozac, and just, like, losing my shit. I'm like, yes, I got this early. It's so cool. And, you know, then we're getting to the point with COVID because, you know, mail's been getting delayed and things like that, um, which has gotten better. It's gotten better. But, you know, just delay and delay and delay. It's fucking annoying, man. There's other places that you're going to be able to get unlikely prescription of, or from, rather. Um, record stores are going to have an exclusive long box version. It's basically just different packaging, and I think that there's like some, some stickers in there. Um, but it's, I guess, an old school thing. It's in a, a long box, so just different packaging, but it's the same album. I think those are limited to 500 copies. Um, so keep an eye out. If you want to order that, I think you can order it directly on like Record Store Day's site. There's They have links to where you can get it from. So definitely check that out if that's something that you're interested in. If you haven't already you know, ordered a copy from you know, Twisted Shop or whatever, M&E store rather. Um, and also something that just popped up uh, earlier this week is Newberry Comics. Uh, is going to be selling signed copies. Now, for those who aren't familiar, Newberry Comics has, uh, they, they typically do pre-orders of albums. And, um, you know, they work with the artist directly to provide signed copies. This is fully legit. Um, I've actually been a fan of this site ever since uh, The Darkness dropped because that was where I first found out about it. Twisted had posted way back, way, way, way back, um, God, it was the beginning of, what, 2014? That um, 
they partnered up with Newberry Comics to sell signed copies. You get basically the album, and I think you got an extra booklet. I think that's what it was. Um, and the booklet, the extra booklet was signed. Um, I have bought multiple CDs from Newberry Comics because they were signed. I bought that. Uh, I bought The Darkness. Um, I think Continuous Evolutions was signed there as well. Um, I bought some Hollywood Undead albums. I bought some Three Days Grace albums there. Like, it's totally worth it. And more often than not, they're not much more expensive than what the regular album costs. Uh, like, this one costs 20 bucks, which I think is fair. And um, I know they sold Generation Nightmare on there as well, but the album wasn't signed. But you got a copy of one of the issues of Haunted High Ons, and it was an exclusive cover, and that was signed. So that was that was cool. I missed out on that, unfortunately. But hey, it's whatever. Um, which reminds me, actually, uh, thinking about this, um, Generation Nightmare, I just purchased the FYE fan pack. Y'all remember when that was a thing? So, so what it was, um, it came with the vinyl copy of Generation Nightmare. It came with an exclusive, um, wall flag, like a, a two by three flag, I think, something like that. Um... Uh, a nice sticker, big sticker, um, and an exclusive uh, cover of Haunted High Ons. Um, I believe there were only 500 of these. And you also got like a signed uh, certificate of authenticity. Um, yeah, my local FYE got one in like a couple months ago. And I looked and it was still there. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I'm like, should I buy it? And I'm talking in the Discord on Aaron and Eric's Discord, like, "Hey, should I buy this?" And a couple people were like, "Yes, you should." And I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> so I did, because God knows I am fucking terrible at saving money. Um, but yeah, that was just I, I needed to to bring that up. I just thought that was interesting. Am I gonna do anything with the stuff? Probably not. The vinyl's fucking chilling in my drawer. Um, I might hang up that flag though. That flag is cool. The flag is fucking cool. So whenever I get my new place, I'm probably going to put that up because I'm a fucking dork. Um, but yeah, uh, Newberry Comics signed copies of the new record uh, for 20 bucks, Limit of two per customer, which I like that they put a limit on it. Um, check what else is on, on that site because there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's, there's, some, there's some nifty albums that I want to grab. There's some, I think they have like a head PE album on there that I want to grab. Um. And just a reminder that, again, in a month, um, I'm going to be going to the Twisted concert in Pittsburgh. And my intent is to get my two copies of Unlikely Prescription signed. Um, assuming they let you do more than one item, which a lot of times they're, they're cool with doing like two things. I've done that a couple of times. I try not to. I don't want to. I don't try and take up, you know, a lot of time. Um. But again, I'm going to try and get both my copies signed. If I get both copies signed, I will be giving one of those away. If I can't get both signed, well, I'll still give one of them away. Because, fuck it, why not? I'm going to have two copies. Why Why hold on to one? Um, so if you don't buy one of these signed copies from Newberry, um, I'm going to try and do a giveaway for one of them. And I think that, unfortunately, the next mic check that is around that time is right before the concert, which kind of sucks. Um, so, I, unfortunately, I won't be able to, to give any like details right then but obviously keep it keep, keep an eye on the social media and we'll let you know how to how to enter and all that good shit uh 
what's next? Uh, we I've mentioned this before, Gibby Stites, uh, Welcome to Illville, comes out uh, next week on uh, September 17th. Again, I think that this is a very, very risky move for MNA to be dropping this album immediately after Unlikely Prescription. Um, you're having a flagship release followed by your newest artist, and part of me is concerned that it's just going to get swept under the rug because it it's not twisted, and it's so close. Um, I really wish they would have delayed the release a little bit because I think that people are just going to be way more focused on the new Twisted album. But regardless, um, I just ordered my copy on, uh, on Friday. I'm kind of glad that I waited on that instead of buying it right with the James Garcia album because they added some of the blind bag um, copies of the Haunted High House comic that was available at Astronomicon. And so I threw that in there too because I'm fucking terrible at saving money. This is a running theme. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but I'm fucking terrible at saving money. And I need to change that shit up real fucking quick. <laughs> but yeah. That comes out on the 17th, but also what comes out on the 17th, just announced a couple days ago, Ritz has a new fucking album, uh, SOS, and I, I didn't, I, I heard nothing about this, and this was just announced on, I think, Thursday. So, it looks like it's a, a bit of a shorter album, it's only eight tracks, um, and there's only one guest feature, which is uh, Vinny Paz, so I don't know what to expect from it, um... But I've said before, I love Ritz. I really need to go back and listen to his post-Strange stuff more, though. Because I think I've only... I think I only got, like, one listen each on them. Which is a bummer, because I remember thinking that um, Picture Perfect was a fucking great album. And I, I needed to just give it more love and attention. I think what I need to start doing... And I, what I started doing uh, this past week, actually, is I really need to give more time to these records as they're coming out. What will happen is, is I'm buying these albums, giving them you know at least one listen, and then moving back into my normal swing of, okay, let's go back to the random playlist. Let me pick out specific songs that I want to hear. And i got to stop doing that because then I'm not retaining a great deal of these albums. And there's albums that are falling to the wayside. I can literally think of four Magic Ninja releases right now that just, I couldn't even tell you anything about them because I only gave them a little bit of attention and energy and they just didn't resonate. Literally, the last two Axe Murder Boys releases can't, like, if a song came up from them, I wouldn't even know which one it was on. Um, ROC's last two releases, I, I, I just don't. Like, I forgot about Monsters Ain't Real and that was legit what two years ago just shy two years ago i freaking forgot about that man I, I totally forgot he had something that came out after digital voodoo so i need to just get back into forcing myself to listen to this new stuff consistently because aside from the albums that i'm like super excited for i haven't been doing that you know like if I'm if I'm thinking about albums that came out that I really like put forth time like set aside time to listen to them. Eminem recently, and 
I mean, in, in a sad way, I can't even say twisted because I, I don't remember much from Revelation. Um, so I, I need to just start going back and re-listen to some of these records beginning to end multiple times and give them their just due. I, I, I get so envious of the people who are like, yeah, I'm listening to this, and then I'm listening to this, and then I'm listening to this. You know, you, when, you're, when you're trying to listen to fucking five releases that come out on the same day, and I'm like, dear God. It reminds me that um, I just went on, um, I was looking on social media, and there was a, a Facebook memories from 12 years ago. Um... A couple days ago was the anniversary of Bang Pa Boom releasing. And, man, I remember being so hyped for that. And then I remembered I didn't get those albums on the day it came out. I was up at college at the time. So I had to wait until I came home for, like, fall break. That's really dumb whenever you start classes and then, like, three weeks later you have a fall break. It doesn't make sense, but whatever. I'll deal with it. And, um, apparently... It must have been like what tomorrow would have been. So the 6th was when I went to the mall to find my three copies. And I had to explain why I was buying three copies of this fucking album. And I remember, man, I listened to those like fucking crazy, man. I need to get back into the swing of that because I think that was a special kind of joy that I had with listening to this music. So we're, we're going to ease into it somehow. But I'm going to start doing it again more. Um, one more mention about an album that is coming out, or rather something that came out but physically hasn't, and that's Joker's album. Um, I told you guys before that Coming Home uh, dropped right before The Gathering. You were able to get a downloadable copy of it for free, which is so cool. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Joker posted uh, earlier this week that... The physical album is being delayed slightly by a few weeks because he decided that he's going to make another song that he's going to add to that physical release and it is going to be one that's dedicated to Violent J, um, which I think is very fresh. I think it's a, a very nice gesture. And I know that he had like said some words recently about how he was hoping that you know he could get in touch with ICP to help, you know, kind of cross-promote the record for the Juggalos and stuff, and whatever. Again, I'm not going to let... I'm not going to get into that. I think that this is a very classy move. Um, and I hope it's something that is, you know, looked at in a positive light, but it also needs to be done in a positive light. I'm not saying the Joker can't do it. I think he will. Um, it's just something to to look into so no uh no time frame on when that's dropping um but when it drops obviously i'll let you know because i'll have my six fucking copies <laughs> okay let's talk about some stuff that i actually did get to listen to this week i listened to three records this week multiple times i listened to each of these like three times which was pretty damn good for me and I'm going to go in the order that I got them. So the first one is James Garcia with Activated Again. James Garcia, former Young Wicked. This album is weird. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It's just legitimately one of the least Magic Ninja albums that have come out. It's very James Garcia slash Young Wicked lyrically. 
it's just it's not something that we've heard on Magic Ninja. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. This has a bit of a more mainstream type sound. But I like it. I saw a lot of people criticizing the song called TikTok. I get it. It I get why people are, are you know, hating on it. It happens. Um but the album, in my opinion, doesn't really have any skips. I think it's fucking solid as hell. Um I don't know how I would rank it with his prior two LPs. Um you know, or full solo efforts if we want if we want to count vengeance in there. Um I think I probably still like Return of the Prodigal Son more. But I think that I might like this better than Slaughter. But it's been a long time since I've listened to Slaughter, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have to listen to everything again. Um just to to get an idea. Um let me uh let me take a look at the playlist because I know there was a couple songs that I was like, these are fucking great. Um MTLBS, which uh, stands for More Tattoos, Less Bullshit. That's a song that <laughs> the Discord was not feeling. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I fucking love this track. <laughs> um, that one, Satellite, um, which is far superior to the song of the same title on ICB's Fearless for Fury album. And, uh, and Feel Alright, which is the final track, which has a, it's not like, it's not like you know a Joker album ending where it's like super like long or anything, but it does have an al- like an album ending feel. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's a very solid record, and I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes from this. I am still disappointed that we're not getting the um, Young Wicked mixtape volume two, which tells me that any songs that were made at that time are now just not going to release. Unless he decides in the future that he wants to put those out and say, hey, this is the stuff I was working on before then. You know, maybe you can tell like when I was starting to shift my my sound a little bit into what happened on Activated. Because um, we had a couple songs come out during that time frame. I mean, it was hyped up for like, what, three or four years, something like that? Um, We had tracks came out that were solid. The, the track that stood out to me was... Uh, Breathing. So Breathing or Still Breathing from the Songs to Smoke To compilation. That track is so fucking good, man. The the, the instrumental and his flow, he just, go. there's no hook. He's just fucking going. Like for fucking, what, three and a half, four minutes, something like that. So I'm, I'm bummed that we're not getting that. But Activated is a good song. And it's not a long album either. 12, uh, 12 tracks um how long is the actual record 31 minutes and 32 seconds and the first track is an intro that's like a minute something so about a half hour long for you know 12 tracks is pretty damn good none of the tracks are like super long either um what the the fucking longest track on here is like what three and a half minutes i think 344 for a satellite and it doesn't even feel long um i should also point out that the songs that i like the most have some guitar in there they have like rock elements a couple of those tracks like legit feel all right honestly sounds like it could have been done 
I think I mentioned this before about Modson, who uh, rapper turned like he's got that like punk rock, like that style that MGK is doing now. If Modson did that track, I wouldn't have known any any better. Like that, it sounds like that. Um, it sounds like it's something that MGK would have done, you know, on a recent record. Um, so that's just something that I that I thought about, but I like it. So I, I recommend it for for a half hour of your time. Go ahead and, and check that out because it's pretty fucking good. Next up is the Attack of the Ninjas compilation, and I want to give a shout out to. Um, can I actually say it? Can I, can I say it? I mean, I paid for it, so I'm not going to... I don't think I'll get in trouble. Um, shout out to Buck for um, getting me access to that record. Because um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't have been able to get it. And um, man, I really don't think that this should have been a, f- a free album. This has the feel of, like, Year of the Sword, Volume 2. Um, 11 tracks. It's 45 minutes and 43 seconds long. This is an album. It is not... I mean, And they said beforehand that it was. That it wasn't, like, just going to be a single given out to the participants. It is a full fucking record. Uh, 11 tracks. Six of them feature, feature Buckshot. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I think that... I, I think there's a number of these songs that may have been originally um, conceived for the Cabal album that came out um, a couple months ago. Um, especially because one of the tracks, one of the tracks that's not the, the remix track, features Mr. Gray, and I, I swear, like, the sound of it, like the instrumental and everything, it sounds like it was maybe made for Cabal. I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask uh, Buckshot if, if maybe that was it. Um, but I'm wondering if maybe some of these instrumentals, especially the stuff that Buckshot was featured on, um, were originally set aside to be on a different project of his, and he just decided, no, let's, let's put them on here, because this is like the best way to put them. But this features everybody who's on Magic Ninja as well, some people who aren't officially on the label. Um, there's like there's a track that's got Insane E on there. Um, Insane E is not on MNE, but he does a lot of the... Uh, artwork for for some of their merch things like that but this album works very well this is a good showcase of everybody who is on this label because nobody has bad verses the only complaint that i saw from from a number of people is a lack of more acts on there um, only one song features anybody from Axe, um, and that is, I believe it's, um, is it We Are the Underground? Um, hold on a second. No, I was wrong. Uh, Chin Check features Lee Carver and uh, Joe Black. So none of the uh, songs on here feature a new verse from Billy Obey as well. Um, the final track is a remix of the posse cut that's at the end of the Cabal album. Um, so the biggest difference is just the instrumental is different. Um, but the album is just so, like this, maybe not necessarily Year of the Sword part two, but this is like MNE's 
Psychopathics from Our Space. Like, if you told me this was Psychopathics from Our Space Part 4, I would have just been like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. I don't mind those compilations. I think it's really, really cool when you have all these songs that feature multiple people that, you know, typically aren't doing something. There's a track on here, it's Axe Murder Boys, and it features ABK, Monoxide, um, Buckshot, and Crucifix on the hook. Crucifix fucking hook is great um oh the horrors on here a handful of times and they're fucking solid um honestly one of the artists who stands out the most and i think that this is a good format for him is gibby stites gibby's verses on this compilation he's on he's on like four songs i think four or five songs he's fucking good man he's so good and I don't know if it, if there was something about his first EP that just didn't resonate with me. You know, maybe it was just how it was done, and maybe I wanted it to, to be formatted differently. But hearing him on these songs with the other artists of the label, it, it's it's something different, and I really dug it. Like, he has some good stuff on here. So it that's helping to kind of reassure me for his next album coming out for... Welcome to Illville. Um, especially when, again, there's no guest features on that. Like, nobody else from m is going to be on that record. So, we'll we'll see. But this album, if you're able to listen to it, I do believe that a number of the songs are available on streaming services. I don't know if the full album is. Um, I mean, Buckshot was one of the people who helped put this together. Like, he basically, like, got it all put up and was like, yeah, we're just going to give it away for free. Um, he's been very adamant that this is not going to have another physical release. So if you did not get it from the show and you didn't like buy it from somebody or on it, like you're, you're ass out. Um, but definitely go and listen to these songs. Cause it's a fucking good compilation. Um, it, it might seriously be a contender for one of my top fives this year. I, 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 not even not even joking. I don't even feel bad for, for saying it. And the last thing that I listened to, and it could have been, it could have easily been um, earlier on if I would have paid for it earlier on, um, is Crypto Dirt, which is the new Turncoat Dirty uh, album. That was released on Mob Style with it, it was like it was like co-release because it does have Magic Ninja on it, which makes me. I was I was trying to figure out like if this is something that we would cover in the future, and I think because it does have the partnership with MNE and it's also being sold on MNE's site, um, it it is something that I have put on the list for the future. So you know, in like you know, fucking eleven years or something, when we get there, uh, we'll talk about Crypto Dirt. Um, I have long been a fan of Boondocks and I've noticed that there's been a shift in like his subject matter over the years where, you know, you had Boondocks the Scarecrow from the Harvest and, and you know, Crimson Creek and stuff like that. And it's kind of shifted a bit more into like realistic kind of territory. I'm not sure the best way that I want to word it. But 
when the Turncoat Dirty EP dropped a couple years ago, that Dirty Days of Night, um, I need to re-listen to that because again, something that just didn't really like sit with me. Boondocks released probably one of his best albums ever back in December with Crimson Crow. And the majority of that album had a very, like, real down-to-earth feel to it. I enjoyed that a lot more than I enjoyed The Murder. But what's interesting is this album still kind of feels like a Boondocks album, but it's... I don't know. There's something different, but I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that the production is different. Um... I, I I really I really don't know, but that's not to say that I don't enjoy it. I think it's fucking great. Um, the biggest complaint that I've seen some people say is that it's short. Um, the standard of, uh, version of the album is only six tracks long. It's eighteen minutes. Um, so it's not it's not a full length. It's you know glorified EP like we're used to from from these kinds of artists. Um. The version I have is nine tracks long, and it's I I, I really enjoy it. Um, standout tracks: "Wait for Death," which features Jamie Madrox on the hook. It's very like personal, emotional. I've mentioned this before. Boondocks, I think, is one of the top people to do that um, on these underground labels. He's so fucking good at it. Um, the code, which features members of SHI, um, that's something that hasn't been done in what they say like 16 years something like that basically he hasn't been he hasn't done anything like shr related since before he signed with psychopathic there is a song that's a remix for a song called grab a glock 21 i've never heard the original version but apparently this is just re-recorded um new instrumental that track is fucking good as hell um that's on the remix version so i think i don't i think the only way to get that is if you get like the mind in hell version um, and 187 was the first track that was released and I remember thinking it's okay and I didn't really care for the hook much um, it's grown on me but there's a remix of it that's got Buck on it it just adds more to it love it, love it, love it um, so if you're a fan of Boondocks' stuff but you're not sure about Turncoat Dirty go ahead and check it out I, I enjoyed it and I'm always in the mood for, for more Boon dirty. <laughs> Boon dirty. Um, I'm going to start wrapping up here. Um, I want to say something. I don't know if I mentioned this before. I think this was... I think this came up after. But after the gathering, after Violent J's announcement, there was a post on Facebook by... Billy Obey, who basically said that, you know, Violent J having to say this, like, it hurts because Violent J is, you know, an inspiration to a lot of underground horrorcore artists, things like that. And, you know, if it wasn't for Violent J and ICP, a lot of these people wouldn't have done this music. Um, and the line that stood out there 
was the fact that we as fans should not be contributing to the divide that the Juggalo world has put itself in. And yes, I say put itself in. I'm going to reiterate this. With the split, psychopathic, and magic ninja, never once have the artists in question told us that we need to pick sides. It has been the fans themselves that have done so. People saying, oh, Twisted turned their back on facts on ICP. Oh, well, if ICP treated them better, then we wouldn't be in this position. Oh, Young Wicked doing this. Just stop. I've talked to a number of people this past week about their thoughts on it. Fact is, we're not entitled to the personal lives of these artists. It's unfortunate that the things that have happened have come to light and we know about them and we're, you know, making judgments and things like that when that's not our business. We can't get mad at people for listening to music that they enjoy. We can't control that we like or dislike a certain song, you know? Like, trust me. I have wondered, why the fuck is this music appealing to me? What is it about this song that makes, you know, the sensors in my brain say, hey, this is cool? I don't fucking know. But should I get harassed by a down-ass OG Juggalo because I still like Twisted? No. Fuck it. And the line that stood out was hashtag fuck your beef. That resonates with me. Because guess what? It's a stupid fucking beef. That the fans started for no reason. Like, this is worse than the ICP and Eminem beef back then. Because here's the thing. Eminem fans didn't give a fuck about ICP. They didn't care. But there is so much venom between members fans, rather, of either label. And it's very tribalistic. And I'm fucking tired of it. <laughs> yes, you can root for the team. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to see either of these labels fail. I want them to fucking continue growing, put out some good fucking music. But don't continue to spit hatred at the people who enjoy the other people's stuff just because you don't really care for it. There is far too much negativity for this shit. I saw a post on Instagram for somebody who was taking a poll and saying, pick Ouija or pick Axe. And they're saying through this entire fucking post, I don't know much about Axe. They have a couple of good songs here and there, whatever. But, you know, doesn't seem like they're doing too much. We just said at the gathering was, you know, like a thousand people compared to Astronomicon. They only had a couple hundred. First off, shut the fuck up. They're two different goddamn events. You can't compare a goddamn concert to a fucking convention. They're seriously two different fucking things. Second off, they brought up the fuck your beef line and they say, well, 
if you're saying that you like Violent J so much and you say fuck your beef, you're dissing Violent J because you're dissing Violent J's beef. Shut the fuck up. Dear God. You don't have to literally support every single fucking decision that an artist makes. You don't have to support every fucking decision that a person makes. They could be somebody that you absolutely love with your entire fucking heart. You don't have to like every single decision that they make. You can support them, or you can say, it's not for me. People in this community are very fickle. I'll say it, I don't care. Maybe it's because I got into the music so late, which, again, I'm middle child at this point with, with, in regards to how everything, how more people are getting into it now. You don't have to like every single thing that an artist or person says, does, etc. Saying fuck your beef is not a diss to Valen J. It's calling out the people who are fans who have adopted this for no fucking reason other than because they just want to hate. That's the fucking problem. I'm not saying that you have to like Magic Ninja. I'm not saying you have to like Psychopathic. I'm just saying, stop spewing the goddamn hate to the people who support either one, whether you like it or not. There's too much negativity in this world. Music is supposed to bring people together. Music is supposed to help us find common purpose. And this stupid fucking tribalism is getting old. Did Young Wicked fuck your niece? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. If, if, if you have been a victim of Young Wicked having sexual relations with you or your loved ones, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> it just it's gotta stop it has to stop came across a fucking post on the museum of somebody who's somebody who was honestly just trying to sell some jerseys they were selling a magic ninja jersey and a young wicked jersey and the guy was asking for like 75 dollars for the jersey which is fair it's a baseball jersey. They're not bad. It looks like it's nice quality. 75 bucks, not bad. It's fair. And this one guy's like, I think we should just raise money so that he'll burn it. And people are like, are you really like being like this? And they're like, yeah. Otis is the reason why I don't have Dark Lotus anymore. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Grow up. God, some people are such fucking bitches these days it's it, it's seriously it makes me so goddamn angry i'm getting angry right now thinking about it just fucking grow up lotus you got fucking four albums to listen to and a handful of other songs from other records to to vibe to just fucking deal with it god damn <sighs> all right I'm not I'm done I'm done i'm done 
I just have one um one last thing to uh just to bring up. I think that this was after I recorded the last episode, it might have been before. I don't know if I ever said it. Um I am going to be featured on uh, on a video coming out this coming Thursday. Uh this Thursday night, I think it drops like 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 or 9 p.m. Eastern. Um this coming Thursday. So, uh what day is that? That's the 9th. Um on Fago Lovers. Fucking Fago Lovers. I'm going to be on Fago Lovers. It's fucking cool as shit. Um, I'm going to be on the Fago Lovers YouTube on an episode of Five Piece, um, which is a series uh, that features uh, Joker's Gallery. He's typically the host. Uh, Mike Sears of Speak Your Clout and Luke the Goon. Um, basically, we have a topic and give a top five list on the stuff. And uh, yeah. I'm going to be featured on there talking about the top five posse cuts of Psychopathic. And you guys will remember that we did that actually, uh, what, four or five months ago on my check when I talked with Jiggles. And guess what? My list has changed significantly. Um, so definitely check that out and um, please share it with people. I'm, I'm super looking forward to, to rewatching that. Um, the new one just came out. I didn't get to watch it yet, but the one that just dropped a couple days ago features, uh, Robbie twisted history. And it was a uh, top five duos in the underground. I think is what it was. Um, so definitely go ahead and, and check that out and support that too. Um, uh, peek behind the curtain. I was actually just asked to jump on another five piece today. <laughs> um, but unfortunately I don't have as much knowledge on the subject. So I had to politely decline. Um, but hey, I'm totally down to, to do another episode in the future. Uh, as long as I feel like I can contribute to it, I definitely would be down. So again, uh, five piece spelled five I V E piece uh, on the Fago Lovers YouTube drops this coming Thursday. Check it out, share it, all that good shit. Um, before uh, before we really go for sure, um, it should be coming out soon. I think it might even be this week. I don't know for sure. Um, Patreon. We're having a Patreon. It's like for sure happening. And um, I'm excited. Um, there are multiple tiers. And we will definitely consider adding more in the future. There's more stuff that we feel that we can help to provide. Um, so please keep an eye out for that. Anytime the, or whenever that does drop, we will definitely let you know. We will post links for that shit fucking everywhere, and I'll definitely add it to the link tree. I love this link tree. It's so great. It just has everything on one little site. It's great. It's great. It's fucking great. And um, we are for sure, um, we're going to have merch soon. We're going to have merch soon. I'm going to, uh, Shmeev and I are probably going to talk tomorrow, actually, to try and lock down something. So you can rep juggalo judgment everywhere you go <laughs> just in case you know anybody does want to you know support us um and just gonna say this now we don't expect to get rich from this and um it's just something if you like to say that hey i like this thing i'm gonna wear something that has its logo on it um just something to that, that we're throwing out there if you guys would like to do that. Again, as we've said constantly before, um, and this goes for the Patreon as well, if you are able to do so, please, if you cannot do so, that's fine. 
and we love you anyways. So, again, anytime that that drops, we will let you know. And, um, yeah, can't wait. Can't fucking wait. Very excited. And I'm hoping um, I'm going to get some stickers made. I'm going to hand them out at the fucking Twisted concert. Because, I don't know, maybe some people will like them. (laughs) Maybe it'll help spread the word. Just spread the good word of Juggalo Judgment. Have more people listen to us. Because we like when new people check us out. And we still appreciate everybody who listens week in, week out. That never changes. Um, you know, show love by by po- like doing a review on iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, make an account on iTunes and just go ahead and do a review on there. <laughs> All that good shit. All right, I'm heading out of here. Um, again, follow us everywhere. Juggle of Judgment, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Spawn the S E J on Instagram, straight as Juggalo. And um, that's about it. So I like my little ending here. Stay safe. Much love to y'all. Peace out. <laughs>